Danny the Wine Man, what are you watching? Episode four. What's up, guys? Hunter the Entertainer here, coming back. Epi four, what are you watching? We got a lot to get into, so let's kick it, boys. We are tonight's entertainment. I'm not going to stop the wheel. I'm going to break the wheel. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. All right. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, today is November 14th. I believe. Honestly, I have. Uh, yeah, it's th- today is the 14th of our Lord, November. Yeah, I get dates wrong all the time. I don't really check. Um, all right. Uh, Those chili dogs are killing me right now. <laughs> we, had, we had chili dogs for lunch today. God, my stomach was eating me alive. Well, Dan's iron deficient, so we were pumping them full of red meat today. Yeah, I don't I eat the had, red like, meat. you had, like, what, five or six dogs? I had one and a half, and it was, I farted all day. Like, I couldn't I couldn't hold it in. <laughs> Um. Okay. Uh. Disney Plus dropped this week. Um. And it has really taken over our lives. Needless to say, <laughs> fuck yeah! I sat on the beanbag and consumed media yesterday for thirteen straight no, like, hours. No, actually, actually, take it as you will, <laughs> sir. Um. So, what what movies do you watch? Well, I think what really begs the question is who really framed Roger Rabbit. Okay, that was one of them. If you didn't catch that already, <laughs> uh, watched Star Wars Episode Two: Attack of the Clones. I watched uh, Looney Tunes back in action, not on yep. Disney Plus, and then I binged the shit out of four hours of Peaky Blinders, also known as four episodes, and a little bit of Minutemen on Disney Plus. Yeah, I watched two episodes of Peaky. Um, we finally started season five, which is awesome. And fuck yes, season five is gas. Get the fuck out of here. Season five, first off, the whole entire thing feels like a movie. Oh. Second off, it is dark as hell. It is dark as hell. There's just something about the season that is just fucking brutal. And another thing, it it, it is just amazing. This is... Now I feel like they finally have the budget. Peaky Blinders caught fire after season four came out, and this just feels amazing. This whole this whole season has been amazing. absolutely. I watched two, it was cinematic as anything, and it, it was dark. They were shooting in the red, and yeah, they shot in red, not the Amiri Alexa. So basically, it was just it was a little sharper image, really yeah. clear. Um, Netflix likes to shoot in that. I learned that the other mm-hmm. day. It's kind of their style. It's a little weird. But um, anyway, cinematography was fantastic. Cinematography and, was amazing. But it came out swinging. Usually Peaky Blinders, like the first two, three episodes, kind of build up. Mm-mm. Uh-uh. First, first two episodes uh-uh. were fucking mayhem, uh-uh. I'll tell you that much. Oh, man, I can't the wait. The Billy to, Boys. Yeah, I can't wait to finish the season. Um, so we got a lot of news. Um, first, Disney Plus dropped Tuesday. Fuck yeah. Disney Plus dropped. Fuck yeah. Disney Plus dropped. It's here. Um, Apocalypse Now. Starring Marlon Brando and Walt Disney. <laughs> Walt Disney is just Frozen Head. Yep. No, not not actually Walt Disney. It's just his Frozen it, okay, Head. Okay, so that'll come back up later. Yeah, it, it does. Uh, by the way, we're doing a flipped podcast right now because we have a special guest coming on today. Uh, Matt Downing comes on and we talk later. So we had to record that earlier so he could go out and drink because he's degenerate. Rat bastard. <laughs> um, that much. So we're flipped right now. But uh, Disney Plus dropped 
and Disney Plus has an unbelievable amount of options of their old stuff, and plus they got new stuff. Um, instantly coming out was The Mandalorian, which we talk later. Fire. Uh, really good first episode, and then they had Lady and the Tramp. And Imagineers. Um, and then they have a bunch of other stuff, like a Pixar, a little short. Uh, Marvel, but, The Making of Marvel. Yep. But a cool thing they did is they only dropped one episode of all of these shows so far. So nothing's bingeable, which is cool because it keeps you coming back. Like, I'll tell you one thing right now. If the entire Mandalorian series dropped, I would have been done with it already. Without yeah. a doubt, I would have finished it yesterday. But I like how it's like a series. Again. Right. And I'm tuning in tomorrow for episode two. Um, yeah, and Disney Plus also has like a, a insane plethora of old shows. Sweet Life Zack and Cody. Jesse, Charlie, Kim, like everything. Sweet that's Life on a, deck. Yeah, that's that's the Raven. Um, it is that, the future, I can see. And then it's got a ton of old movies. Um, Update. Disney Originals and Pixar, and Star Wars, Marvel, Nat, Nat Geo. Um, it's deep. It goes deep. Uh, Carolina is up 3-1 on the Sabres. They just scored a minute into the first period. So the Sabres are back in the trash can of the NFL. Fuck it all. They suck. Of the NHL? Yeah. The Sab- uh, Bills are about to be there with them. Uh, they're not. Uh, okay, yeah, but it, Disney Plus six ninety nine a month. My God, is it worth it? I just want to leave class and go home and watch. Uh, I just want to go watch something can, new. Let me consume some goddamn media. There's an everything's good on there. Like there's nothing I don't want to watch. Honestly, um, I think we could talk about Disney Plus for a while. But in other news, Netflix just inked a deal with Nickelodeon, fighting back the day after Disney Plus dropped. Um, mm, they ain't rolling over and taking it. They're putting up the good old Irish fight, which is good because Disney Plus and Netflix are going to be the top two, probably, yes. for me at least. Yes, um, at least for now. At least for now. Uh, and I love that now we have access to old Nickelodeon. Like, let's go. I don't. And they're also going to be coming out with originals as well. So like, they're going to be redoing stuff and coming out with their own. Um, content. Uh-huh. As of now. It's gonna be. I'm. I'm excited to see this little war between uh, streaming services to put out the best shit. Yeah, I keep on this seeing is, all this. It's the time for the moviegoer. Yeah, I just saw this shit on Twitter. It's like streaming services was supposed to, you know, help us cut cords with cable and save us money. Uh-huh. And it like listed all the streaming services and the total price. I'm like, dude, you don't need all of them. I don't need, also need Showtime, Stars, and all this other shit. Honestly, you could live a fine life with HBO Max, uh, Netflix, Disney Plus, and possibly Peacock, which is going to be NBC. You don't even need it. You don't even need it. Yeah. yeah, you really don't need that. You get you get your news from Twitter. Yeah. Well, I don't. I'm, I know. I'm, I know you're talking more shows and whatnot, but yeah. I feel like they're not going to come out with that. I mean, they're going to throw on. Yeah, they are. It'll be The Office, Parks and Rec, and a couple... I mean, what other big shows is NBC really pumped out that's known throughout the ranks? Sure, that's fine. They're, but, like, they're also going to be a part of this war. Like, everyone's going to be... Yeah, no, they're going to they're gonna give it a run for their money. They're going to try to start producing shit big time. Oh, Sebastian Ajo just scored a hat trick. All right, no one cares. His third goal. Get, get off of that NHL shit right okay. now. Okay. Hunter's on his phone. He's distracted. I'm, I'm not distracted. Um. What? Anyway... Uh, Nickelodeon inks that deal so streaming war has definitely begun and the consumer we're here for it we are here for it I am just absorbing media I'm just literally Kirby with my mouth open yep just sucking it all in <laughs> I'm a goddamn I'm the goddamn pit of raccoon from Star Wars just eating eating media <laughs> alright um, a bunch of good trailers actually dropped this week too um, first one new Scooby Doo animated movie trailer dropped Hunter initial thoughts on it I'm excited to see it. I feel like we haven't gotten a real, I'd say, jolt of Scooby-Doo in the last decade, really. They haven't really come out with the TV show on Cartoon Network that much. The, the live-action film, came, the last one came out, I don't, I don't know, 
2009 or 2008, maybe even earlier Probably than that. Probably earlier than that. Sure, 2006 maybe. Yeah. But I'm excited for this. It's an origin story too. We're seeing how Scoob and the Shagman came together. Yep. I'm pumped. I'm really pumped. Yeah, we got a, a good voices in it. I think Zephron's playing, um, who's the main guy in the Scooby-Doo crew? No, in the crew. Freddy. Freddy. Fred. Yeah, but this movie's more about uh, Scoob and uh, Shaggy, which is cool. I'm excited to see it. Uh, the animation looks great. It looked very funny, and, like, who doesn't like Scooby-Doo? Like, let's get back into it. Uh -huh. um, yeah, that trailer just dropped. Very hyped to see that. Uh, another trailer dropped, a uh, new SpongeBob movie. Um, I forget what it's called, SpongeBob something. Uh, the beginning starts off with, like, SpongeBob and Gary, how they meet. and they... Another little origin story between uh, two pals, uh, more or less. It's just, I feel like it's 15 minutes. The max. movie's more about uh, Gary Goes Missing later. Yeah. Um, it's, like, animated differently, more 3D. Um, it, the trailer is hilarious. Keanu Reeves is in it. Yeah, I mean, I think that's enough said. But, oh, <laughs> yeah. Keanu Reeves, a floating Keanu Reeves head is in it? Yeah. I don't even need to watch the rest of the movie. Let me get that one-minute scene and put that into my veins. Yeah, Keanu Reeves is a legend for God knows why. God knows why. Uh, it's Mr. Vic. He's Mr. Vic. Uh, that trailer, that that movie looks good. I mean, who doesn't like SpongeBob? Honestly, who hey, doesn't? Communists, the Chinese, and I mean, like the people in Chinese that are in government powers. I'm sure the people love that. Right, the common folk love it. But Mao Zedong's grandson does not fuck with SpongeBob. Honestly, there's people who weren't allowed to watch SpongeBob, so screw those parents. Yeah, right. God damn it. It's not that <laughs> boomers. <graphic. laughs> uh, yeah. And then, uh, also, Pixar is dropping a new movie, uh, Soul, the trailer for I'm Soul. I'm excited for that. I like um, that. Basically, this is about some musician, and a, he basically dies. Oh, geez. He dies. They don't yeah. say it, but he Ooh. falls down a hole, and he dies. And then, boom, his soul is this. And it's like this little, like, inside-out-looking creature. Um, but he's also looking for his soul. Yeah. Because he's a soul singer. Yeah. So it's cool. Uh, that movie looks really good. Yep. The trailer was good. Yep. Excited to see that. Pixar always does a good job. Yep. And then, last thing on the trailers, new Sonic trailer. Sonic has been redesigned. Thank God for the internet. Yep. Thank really, God. they he shut looks... that down faster than shit. What a great, what I think a great two, decision. Three days after the trailer dropped, they said they were going to remake the whole thing. Honestly, it was quick. Uh, and then, boom, new Sonic. He looks really good. Yeah. And now I'm interested in the movie. I, I'm excited now. I remember looking at it and I said, this looks like. A really, really shitty, fantastic Mr. Fox. <laughs> I'm also excited to see uh, Jim Carrey as Dr. Eggman. Yes. He's like back in his little like jittery, jittery Jim yeah. Carrey role. Like, yeah. D -d 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 -d. And he, that's how Jim Carrey peaks. And like he looks good as He's Dr. He's about Eggman. to dice it up. Yeah. It, I'm, I'm actually, I don't know if I'll go see it in theater, but I'm excited for it. I'll definitely stream it. Whatever, whichever uh, site snatches it up first, I'll definitely watch it. Uh, other news, Logan Paul and KSI fought this week. Do you even care? Uh, I watched KSI growing up when I was in when I was into FIFA back in sixth grade. KSI get hyper. Didn't watch the fight. Didn't watch any of the hype up or the build up or whatever. But go KSI. Way to way to beat him by decision. Do you care about it? No. Okay. Uh, I would say I don't care, but I I do in a way that it's kind of big. Do I mean, you? they're both streamer. They're both like gamers too. It's just a different point in society. Now. I wouldn't call Logan Paul a gamer. They're not gamer. YouTuber. They're both content you mean, you, creators. YouTuber. Content creators. Sure, they're both YouTubers. Um, it's really cool that like two guys just from YouTube can content creators sell out. Two guys from YouTube um, can sell out Staples Center, put on a massive boxing match, yeah. and really get that many clicks and, and the fucking people talking about it. 
Um, and they like kind of turned into they were athletes. It looked good. The yeah, fight. they were. They've been. I think KSI was training with Floyd Mayweather's team. Like they were legitimately training. It looked good. Um, I do care, uh, just because how big it was, and it kind of leads a bridge that like these people from the internet, like they're big now. Can the I world's take changed. My back? Yeah, I do care. Okay, I care in a different way. I don't care about Logan Paul and KSI. I care for that reason. I care for what they just did for the industry. Yes. It's very interesting. Um, yeah, they just boxed. KSI won by decision. The second fight, I think, yeah. it was. Um, and then, other than that news, what did you watch this week? You kind of already went over your day of consumption. Anything else? Um, I don't think any. I watched a little bit of The Imagineers, uh, some of that Marvel show. It yeah, just dropped on Disney+. Plus. We, we watched episode one together of Star couple Wars. couple episodes of Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Watchmen? You watched Watchmen? I didn't get a watch I did watch on. I did watch Watchmen on Sunday. It was a good episode. Came back to the main storyline. Okay, I gotta watch it still. popping up. We're not talking about Watchmen anymore. We're moving on to The Mandalorian. Uh, no spoiler review for The Mandalorian, so make sure to listen to it. It's good. Yeah, tune in until the end. I think you'll like it. Yeah. Get Disney+. Plus. Um, I watched a lot of stuff on Disney+. Plus. Uh, I was kind of like half-watching stuff in and out. You know what I mean? Yeah. We were in. The, we got back into Star Wars for sure. Yeah. Uh, prequels. Yeah. We, do, we do top five uh, prequel moments at the end of the episode. Really good. Make sure to tune into that. Um, watched, just watched a lot. Uh, what did I watch on YouTube this week? I was trying to think. I found something. There's just so much Disney oh, Plus. I barely got on. I found a. I kind of opened up like a little wormhole of Star Wars, and I'm getting a lot of Star Wars stuff on there. So I've been watching clips and stuff. Um, that's. I figured it out. Uh, on YouTube, they have uh, Game of Thrones uh, season eight. They got like a lot of the big battles and stuff in like 4K Ultra oh, HD. Really? Dude, it looks amazing. I believe it on my phone. Yeah. Make sure to watch that. Like, go back watch some season eight clips. Like. Uh, um, the long night battle uh, looks much better on my phone than it did really? on TV. Oh yeah. Okay, I will. Really be... easy to see. Fine. Where do I find <laughs> Bugs Bunny? <laughs> Daffy Duck. You mean Duck Dodgers? <laughs> Back in action, boy. Uh, all right. That's it for news. Uh, we got a long show ahead yep. of us, so we might as well pop out of there. Yeah. Bunch of good trailers came out. So yep. Make sure to make sure to watch some of them. Okay. I said first segment. Did you? This is. Did you say first segment? Nope. So this is the first. It's first segment. Welcome <laughs> to segment number one, ladies and gentlemen of the choir. Uno, 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 uno. Number one, yes. My All name right, is Hunter, Jeff. Uh, everyone knows what they signed up for. YouTube channel of the week. Welcome, welcome, welcome all. I'm Hunter here with our, my YouTube channel of the week. Pretty simple, pretty cool. This is more uh, to you. Hockey fans out there and people from the Columbus area, which, yeah, they're all robots anyways. I've been watching this guy named Nasher, nothing too crazy. Um, he is a, I guess you would say, semi-professional NHL, the video game player, but he's also really, he also makes a lot of cool videos and tutorials, uh, roller skating and playing actual ice hockey on, like, beer league teams and stuff. Basically, the guy's like a 26-year-old, kind of a douchebag, kind of funny. I don't think he means to be a douchebag. It just kind of comes off as Sometimes one. Sometimes you have to be a douchebag to be funny. Sure. And basically, it's just him ripping around old men and scrubs and hockey, but like pulling off some really cool moves. And they're entertaining videos. He he puts some good editing to him. He makes them funny. Does some cool stuff. I like him, and I play NHL with my buddy Matt Parker, who we will see in the future on this show. Mm-hmm. Not telling you when, but you will see him soon. Bum, bum. Dun dun dun. But uh, I like him. Uh, it's a good show. Like I said, it's for the hockey guys out there. 
tips and tips and uh, trades. So you know, go for it. Watch Nasher on YouTube. It is Nasher N A S H E R. Uh, let's go Sabers. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Hunter always finds his like random ass guys. Kind of like it. You know, he switches it up. I'm, I'm more of a big big subscriber count type of people. And there's nothing wrong with that, sweetheart. No, and there's nothing wrong with finding these small guys. Thank you. That's what's so good about YouTube. That's something for everyone. Yes, sir. Um, my channel of the week is Will Smith. Uh, people say they watch Will Smith's YouTube channel or, like, you see his Instagram videos. Like, watch his channel. Uh, he probably has one of my top five uh, favorite YouTube videos ever. Um Jaden's turn 21. Yep. It's really, really inspiring Put video. Put together really well, too. Yeah, so Will Smith, like, basically does, like, vlogs. Um, but it's it's him holding the camera, and it's also people recording him. So it, adds, it really feels like good reality TV, super well edited, fun shit, little uh, After Effects stuff pops up in that. Uh, he, he's Will Smith, so obviously he's doing cool things. You know, world tour with Aladdin. Uh, him doing a dance, the... Kiki do love me dance top of uh and Budapest and you know like he goes to awesome events he's got a really cool family everyone's really interesting Mm -hmm. jading um the whole fam uh he's got a really really good channel like really does yeah he posts a lot posts a good amount so definitely give Will Smith a watch don't say you just watch him because you saw one clip like go on his YouTube definitely give him subscribe absolutely Will Smith YouTube channel of the week all right so we're also uh moving on yeah, sorry. That was a quick segment. Yeah, I mean, we talk a lot later. Sure. I don't yeah. think people know our channel of the week. They trust our yeah. views. If they want to go watch Will Smith, what was yours again? Nasher. Nasher spelled how? N a s h e r. Oh. Nasher. Sounds like he just sounds like a hockey player. He's. Nasher. I, I have a feeling it's based off Rick Nash, former Columbus Blue yeah. Jacket, probably the best player in their franchise history. Grew up, probably loved the guy. Yeah. Rick Nash turns into Nasher. Oh, right, I can just tell how much of a douche he is. Like, he definitely like, walks up to a girl at a bar and like whisper in her ear, like, "It's Nasher." Yeah, and he's wearing like you want to drink from Nasher joggers with like a vest or something and a backwards hat. Bauer. Yeah, you want to drink from Nasher? That's uh, what he would say. Yeah, he's like, "Ah, you want a Nasher drink? You want the Nasher juice? Come get your Nasher juice. Come to Pigskin Bar and Grill, though, for real." No one goes there. <laughs> All right, moving on. To what? Uh, this is segment number. Wait, where? Are we? What? Are we? I don't. Moving on to the train to Dose. Valhalla. Two. Second segment. No, it is the train to Valhalla, I think. What's that movie you wanted to watch last uh, freshman year really bad? The train movie? Oh, the Murder on the Orient Express? Yep. With Johnny Depp, who will come into effect later. It's one of those murder mysteries, which I was really excited to watch, but it was honestly not that good at all. And the twist at the end is just kind of like, okay. Bye, Renner Skip on that movie. I am definitely skipping that i'm skipping that i watched it once and i have yet to ever return to that johnny depp does a great performance i think the actors do a really good job it's just the plot is kind of asshole soggy wet diaper asshole absolutely um hunter you go on oh we're also changing this from netflix watch of the week so it's going to be the stream of the week um this week we're going to do non-disney plus because uh so many of our viewers probably don't have it yet they should, but if it will, you don't, you're a jackass. Disney Plus will be involved next week. Uh, but from now on, is the stream of the week. Yeah. Hunter, what is your stream of the week? I got Peaky Blinders. Uh, we talk about it later. We talk about it later. A pretty decent amount, actually. Frankly, I think we talked about it earlier too. But that's my stream of the week. Uh, we took a three-week, four-week break between season four and season five. Just got on the train last night, actually. And I am absolutely in love with this season. I'm pretty sure they just renewed for season six, too. 
this is this is great. This is great television. This is great streaming. Thomas Shelby, my boy Killian Murphy does a great job. Killian. Uh, Anderson, the whole squad, uh, freaking Abraham Gold, Peter Baelish, love the guy. It's a great season. I'm loving it right now. I'm hooked. I'm going to watch the finale tonight. I love it. Um, Peaky, Peaky is a really good show. Um, it's a little hard to follow in a way that like you can't just be kind of half-ass watch, man. Honestly. You got to be toned in. There's a lot of dialogue. It, it reminds it me of a little Game of thrones Just how much They'll have an episode, usually episode three or four in the season, that's pretty much all talking, walking yeah. around, conducting yeah. business, doing the whole ShamWow. This has some of my favorite dialogue scenes. Um, Tom Hardy's character. Oh, Alfie Solomon. Uh, with Killian Murphy has some, wo- has some really good dialogue scenes. Uh, and by the way, this is 100% a closed captioning approved show. Yeah. You have to have CCs on. It's kind of hard to understand them. They're, They're very uh, British. Yeah. They're very, and sometimes you get people with even, you get some Scottish accents. Yeah. And you can't really understand what they're saying because they're part of the Billy Boys. And it's like, what the fuck did I just listen to? I fully approve closed captioning for yeah. a good amount of shows. Only if it's the good CC, not that black and white shit. It just has to be the white letters. Like, honestly, I never got into closed captioning until this year. I never watch at home with closed captioning. Depends how good your speakers are. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And I feel like there's so and, many But Peaky's people different. Come, Peaky, it is. It. Well, I didn't do it at home, but I do it now. I do it now. I think it's too because, you know, we get a lot of traffic in this room, so sometimes people might come in and start some side conversations. Got to be able to read. Mm-hmm. Got to be able to read. Not, I can't read lips. I'm not, a, I'm not a full-blown witch yet. So, or a mage. It's not hard to read lips. But uh, What am I saying right now? It's dark in here. I said um, you fucking suck, you piece of shit. So. Well, goddamn. <laughs> well, my God. Much obliged, brother. This <laughs> officer. Um, by the way, Peaky Blinders, by Runner Skip. So we're going to be implementing a new... Every time we talk about something we watch, we're going to say by Runner Skip. Um, it's kind of a slow start because I kind of forgot about it. Uh, but by Runner Skip on it. I am buying the shit out of the Peaky Blinders. Also, let it be known, I don't think Hunter hasn't not liked anything he watched. I just said... Besides, what's, what's Murder on the Orient Express? I literally said, what is it, by Runner Sell? By Runner Skip. I'm skipping the shit out. I'm, sk- I'm skipping to my Lou. Well, I'm gone. I'm not. I watched it once freshman year, and I've yet to ever put it on again. Why would you if you're skipping it? Precisely, Inspector Cumble, sir. <laughs> All right, my stream of the week is it's kind of a double whammy because kind of you don't have to, but you have to watch one to watch the other. Um, this is on Netflix. It's called Our Planet. Um, Our Planet with the combined Our Planet behind the scenes, uh, mostly the behind the scenes the little documentary. But Our Planet is basically a planet Earth. Um, by Netflix, voiced by David Attenborough, narrated the by David Attenborough. God of British television talk show. No, the God of voices. Oh, he has the best voice ever. We've talked about this oh, before. Man. I could he sues me. Put me. He puts me to bed. He lit, you know that SpongeBob meme. I'm about. I'm about to transcend. That's me. Every time I hear his voice. Um. So he does it. It's a really well made. Uh, uh, nature docu series, basically. Um. It matches Planet Earth. Might even beat it for me. But they came out with the behind the scenes how they film it on. Like you always wonder how do they film this stuff? Uh it's awesome. You really get to see like what the cameramen go through, how long they're out there, where they sleep. Uh-huh. You know, like they're in the middle of the mountains. Like how yeah. they set up these remote trapped cameras. Um so it's our planet behind the, the scenes. It's dude, it's uh our planet probably has one of the most like emotional, crazy uh 
scenes in a nature docu-series. Yep, without a doubt. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, But this behind-the-scenes show or documentary is really, really good because who hasn't wondered? So you get to see the life of the cameramen and what they go through. Mm -hmm. They're out there for months in the freezing cold living in boxes. In fucking boxes. Cardboard. (sighs) You whoop. Just like a hobo. That's an extra hundred because you're a fucking whoop. It's an extra hundred because you're a fucking whoop, mate. (laughs) I... Um, Disclaimer: We're not racist. It's in the show. <laughs> what even? What does even "want" mean? It's like an Italian. Ah. It's an Italian slang. You whoop. Jesus. Are we racist? There is no, no place for no. racism on this show. And we're pro pirate. <laughs> Arg, pro pirate. <laughs> Scurvy. Much obliged, brother. Is that racist? Uh, no. No. Mu- no. Why would that be racist? It just sounds like I'm on a plantation. Much obliged, brother. I feel like I'm wearing a straw hat. Uh, yeah, but I feel like you're using. I feel like, I'm a, ta- I feel like you're talking to another plantation owner. With okay. That. I feel like I'm on Django Unchained. A little sure. Bit. The Brittle Brothers, <laughs> John Brittle. Um, by the way, this is we've caught up to where Down and Enters. Yeah. Um, hence the little slowness. Yeah. Uh, you got anything else to say on our own part? I mean, I think you're gonna love the rest of the podcast. So if you stuck around for these first 20, 30 minutes that we've been on, yeah. you are gonna love the next fifty. So we talk. Uh, I'll just kind of get. It. We talk Mandalorian, then we do. Uh, I think you said at the beginning. Full okay. Uh, once again. Okay. Mandalorian. Once again. Full review on Pirates, Pirates of the, the Caribbean. Caribbean, not Caribbean. Curse of the Black Pearl. Uh, Curse of the Black Pearl, and then top so five Star Wars prequel moments of all time. Of all time. Yeah, me and Hunter were consumers this week. Um, can't wait to consume more. Amen to that, brother. By the way, uh, cue Matt down and catch you guys next week. Yeah, come on in, Matt. Woo! Wait, you hear the footsteps? Here he comes. It's the bloody hound. All right, I'm going to go opening up the door right now, and here we go. All right, folks, um, we now have our first guest. First guest on What Are You Watching? Um, Q Matt Downing. Woo! Welcome, Matthew. Thank you. Welcome, Matthew, to the Accord. Uh, Great to be here. Also known as the Bloody Hound, for those who know him. Hi. And for those who don't. Hi. It's a pleasure to have Downing on as our first guest. Um, His knowledge of Star Wars and Marvel parts of the caribbean you know any big series game of thrones is unmatched it so. is it is he can name a game of thrones episode down to the episode it's pretty it's pretty unreal it's pretty unreal to hear him talk about that kind of stuff uh, what's your favorite episode ever downing um blackwater and Battle what, blackwater. what number is that again two nine that's two nine boy. that's my boy all right uh might as well hop into the third segment sure Here we go. three 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 segment three Se- segment three trace <laughs> ASMR. <laughs> uh, Downing might have just been surprised by us yelling at the Yeah, he mics. definitely looked a little shocked. He's like, oh, I didn't realize I was hanging out with a yeah. bunch of uh, autistic kids. It did fluster me a little. It did. <laughs> I can see it in your eyes. Yeah. All right. So um, as everyone knows, Disney Plus dropped um, on the 12th. Uh, so the first series that came out or that was out um, when the, when the uh, streaming service dropped was The Mandalorian. So the first episode was available. We watched it the day it came out, hours after. Down and actually woke up early to watch it. Um, he was up at 6 in the morning. <laughs> it is true. First thing I did in the morning. Aye. <laughs> Aye. Um, yeah, so we're going to talk Mandalorian. Um, no spoilers. So if you haven't watched Mandalorian... 
you feel can free still to listen. listen to this. This is rated PG. We know not a lot of people have Disney Plus yet, so. Right. Downing, first take, what'd you think? Yeah, initial thoughts. It's solid. It takes a couple, It when you're watching it, it takes some time to get used to because, like, it's just not a normal Star Wars movie. Sure. It's, it's built like a show, and that's just kind of different yeah. when you're watching it for the first time. But once you get the hang of it, you're able to it's 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 well run it's well run it has the lucasfilms budget it has the disney budget it's it's well run it feels like a movie for sure yeah i don't is this is this the first ever live action star wars tv show they've made has there been anything else over the years uh, i believe it's the first one yeah because yeah. i know that it's star wars clone wars and rebels but i think i think, I think this, this is the first live it? action yeah hunter what are your first initial thoughts I- I I think I think the potential for this show is unbelievable. And uh, do we know if it's been renewed for more seasons yet? Uh, I doubt it. So I'm not at, sure. Do we think it just might be a one season thing? No, we're not, we're not sure. But right. there's been anything named yet. Right. I'm re- I'm really curious to see to see where the season goes. Honestly, I I loved the first episode so far. Definitely by the end of it, I was hooked. Uh, the surprise at the end was sweet. Not going to say anything, yeah. but yeah. I'm excited to Huge. see where that's going to go. But I, I honestly loved it. You could tell that it, if, I mean, it feels like a movie. You know, the budget's into it. All the extras you can need. It doesn't feel like a small budget film or a TV show. Like, it's a whole production. And I mess with that. Absolutely. Uh, for me, the first big things I noticed, like, one, it's the first Star Wars TV show. So it's it's different. We get to explore the galaxy more. So it's weird getting into it, kind of watching Star Wars series-based, you know, kind of following one character, The Mandalorian, played by Pedro Pascal, who is um, the Viper and Game of Thrones. And in Narcos. And he's also in Narcos. Um I I loved it. I loved the first episode. Looked like a movie but felt like a show. Um very well paced episode. The music yeah. is not the most Star Wars music, but it's still really good. Um the effects practical and CGI for a TV show were good. Yeah, it looked great. Um, it looked really good. Yeah, it looked really good. The cinematography was looking good, especially sure. with the effects. So like yeah. first thoughts, oh I'm into it mm-hmm. like nothing turned me off nothing kind of took me out of it i was locked in i really was and i'm I'm very happy we have a we have a star wars tv series like i'm excited i'm just waiting for them to throw in the sith you know he's got to show up at some point i got to hear his voice yeah. nothing will make me better or make me happier when i hear do it mandalorian <laughs> something like that do the it. Mandalorian. do it <laughs> I like how I like how um another thought how the Mandalorian early really doesn't say much like, no. he hardly talks yeah. but the thing who gets out of his personality is the droid I forget his name um uh, it's just like that that the little the shooting droid oh uh, yeah but I mean no it, it doesn't say it. yeah right? IG eleven yeah, yeah. IG eleven yeah. that's his name uh he re- brings out a lot of personality in the Mandalorian you start to hear him talk a little more sure so I liked how mysterious he was yeah. he didn't say much. And it started to bring it out a little bit so I'm I'm excited to see the character development with him so yeah the scene that uh made me like really like hooked on or in this it was just like you'll know when it happens but it's just it's intense it, it's intense and you just can't really believe it it's intense and I, I totally agree with you i was shocked but i freaking i, I fucking yeah. loved it it was it was intense man you got it and for the cheap price of yeah. what 6.99 a month you're getting all this shit next episode is tomorrow right yeah. and then it's Friday, yeah. weekly drops Friday or is it yeah? So drops? it's like it's almost every Friday, but there's like one Tuesday in there, so you get like a Friday to Tuesday, and then Which right before nice. the finale, they uh yeah. they like do a similar thing. Sure. Um, sure. Yeah, I it has also got like a western feel. Another initial thought, it's like yeah, a, it's like a yeah, you we got little bounty hunter towns. Yeah, yeah it's feels just like, like uh, Red Dead Redemption. Yeah. Yeah. But it's Star Wars, so we're in a galaxy far, far away. And still. So you're juiced. So you're juiced. Um. 
Any other initial thoughts on? Check it out. Watch it. Watch the shit out of it. It's going to be fucking great. Hopefully, it's the next Game of Thrones. Fingers crossed. Maybe yeah. this is like a five, six season thing. New main characters. I don't know, but I'm all in. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited to see where it goes. Once again, Star Wars TV series. We've never seen anything like it. And they came out swinging first episode. Not disappointing whatsoever. Like, it's hard to please Star Wars fans. I think they pleased a good majority oh, yeah. of them. yeah. For sure. I really sure. think they did. Especially after the dumpster fire of episode seven and eight. This was a good taste. Yeah. Uh, agree to disagree. <laughs> I like seven. I, Seven's I, good. Okay, seven's all right. Eight, I think, was the booty old man. <laughs> it has, it has some moments. Oh, shut it up. It does have moments. That's one of the coolest battles. Yeah. What, mo- what moments? Uh, I'm does. getting a call. Oh, should we have our second guest caller? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring her on. Okay. All right. <laughs> guest caller. Here we go. Hey, Maddie. What's going on? Yeah, I said, hey, Maddie, what's going on? <laughs> um, we're here. Huh? Um, we're here to grab our sweatshirts. Oh, oh, that's awesome. Oh, by the way, you're on our podcast right now, so if you just want to say hi, that'd be great. Oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll be down in a second. Hi, Maddie. Bye, Bye. All right, take the wheels, gentlemen. I'll be back All in right. a shaking it down. I'm actually just going to pause the pod. I'm going to sure. pause the pod. Pa- pausing pod. Keep that in, though. Okay, yeah, we're back. Uh, hey. pod, pod was paused. Hey. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Um, little side note, the look on her face when I gave her the four free beanies was pure joy. She goes, four? I says, four. Shout out Ramble. Ramble Creation. Shout out Ethan Hodson. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Buy your Ramble clothes. Um, but back on The Mandalorian, and it, my final thoughts is like, I just kind of want to talk about maybe some Star Wars Easter eggs we might see, some relations to people we already know, planets we've already seen. Sure. Uh, you know, I don't know, like famous scenes we already know about. Like, what do you think they're going to do um, relating Easter eggs? Because I'm not going to spoil, but we definitely got one. We definitely yeah, have absolutely. one. We definitely got one. Um, I think we're going to get some for sure. I don't know if we're going to see any characters per se, characters that have been in the movies, but I think we're definitely going to go to planets. Actually, we'll probably see the Huts. We'll probably see Jabba. That's my guess, at least yeah, some point in the season. at least Jabba. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm interested to see. I'm not really sure if they throw in like a legit cameo like that, but who knows? It is Star Wars, so we'll definitely see. Yeah, I definitely think that we're going to get at least a couple of them. Sure. Um, I'm not sure who, but we're we are sure that like that the this Mandalorian set on Tatooine, right? Yeah, I definitely think we're getting at least someone that we've seen. Yeah. Maybe I- we'll get the ghost of Shmi Skywalker. Ah, uh, Heartbreaker. Ah, so it was. Some Jawas? I don't know. You know, Tuscans travel Tuscan Raiders, in single yeah. file to hide their numbers. Yeah. Fun fact. Fun fact. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. It's like, no, it's like... <laughs> Thank you. Um, anything else on The Mandalorian uh, besides it being a badass show that's basically a movie for a TV series on Disney Plus? Nah, I'm good. Watch it. By Disney Plus. By Disney Plus. Starring Pedro Pascal. Sponsored yeah. by Disney, but not actually sponsored by Disney. Yeah, if if anyone from Disney's listening, sponsor us. Sponsor Tim, us, Tim. If, if you're we'll there, we'll shout you out. Yeah, Tim, come on. Talk, you too, Thomas. Talk to some top dogs, huh? All right, we ready to move on? <laughs> quattro, 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 number quattro, four. quattro, number quattro, four. quattro, 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 all right number four yeah all right um so we're gonna do our first ever uh full movie review uh 
we're not going to do new movies. Um, now that we have Disney Plus and Netflix, this will be a pretty common segment. We're going to do throwback reviews. So yeah. we're going to watch old movies that we've seen or haven't seen. Um, and basically, you know, just do a simple review on them. Yeah. Uh, this is our first hour review. Bear with us. But I'm excited to get into it. Um, today we're reviewing Pirates of the Caribbean, The Black Pearl. The Pearl. Boom. Which is the first one. Um, which is the first who said, one. Do you say Caribbean or Caribbean? It's Caribbean, but you could say Caribbean. Okay. But, you know, it's tomato, Caribbean. tomato. Caribbean, Caribbean, Pirates of Caribbean. the Caribbean. You say Pirates of the Caribbean? Car- no, no. I say Pirates of the Caribbean, but I yeah. say that I'm Caribbean. Yeah, like I don't no, say yeah, I'm, yeah. No, with the movie, I say Pirates of the Caribbean. Right. I'm, I'm never like, yeah, what's, oh, what's your what's your ethnicity? Oh, I'm Caribbean. No, you say I'm Caribbean. So, I was like the tongue better. Honestly, after knowing we were going to review this, I was paying attention to see if they said it in the movie. Jack Sparrow does say Caribbean. I used yeah, to does. always say Caribbean, so I bugged out a little bit. He um, did. Yeah. His eyes were popping out of his head. Yeah. Here I am, saying Caribbean now. <laughs> <laughs> to see how far the mighty have fallen. Uh, all right. Uh, Hunter, drop the synopsis. Sure. Okay. So... Our movie here is opening up. Uh, we have some main characters sailing here. We have young Elizabeth Swan and Governor Swan, who will learn more about them. Played by who? Uh, played by, honestly, that is... Elizabeth Swan's Kira Knightley. Kira Knightley. Kira Knightley. Don't worry about the other guy. Who's the, the High Sparrow? Actors. What's his name? He's the High Sparrow from Game of Thrones. Right. I don't know his name for oh. sure. But uh, they're sailing methodically through the sea. It's getting a little foggy. Everyone's scared. And they come across a shipwreck. You know, it's really spooky. Definitely pirates around here. And they pull this boy on board. He's got this medallion. Kira Nightingly, a.k.a. young Elizabeth Swan. She grabs the medallion. The boy comes to life. And here we have our first glimpse of William Turner. All right? Uh, Question. Yes. Are you just are you reading the synopsis or just get, pulling the movie out of your head? I'm kind of pulling the movie out of my head, but also looking at the synopsis. Okay. Should I read okay. from the synopsis? No, no. You, can, you, can, I, you don't should, have to break it down scene by scene. You know, should... You're right. Well, okay. So I'm going to read this and then we'll elaborate a little bit. Okay. Maybe something like that. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Bear with me, folks. Uh, around eight years later, we have our Commodore Norrington, who we see in the beginning as well. He's now promoted to Commodore, um, or James Norrington is promoted to Commodore, and proposes to Elizabeth Swan, causing her corset, which is too tight to make her faint and fall. And here we have our ah, Captain Jack. I've fallen and I can't get up. Right. It's like a, what's it called? Lifeline or whatever? Yeah. Life alert. Life yeah. alert. The old lady with the beeper. But she's hot. And Correct. Right. And she falls like 30 stories into the water. <laughs> into the water. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Uh, and here comes our savior, Captain Jack Sparrow, played by Johnny Depp, who just arrived on Port Royal. Best, How about three? best scene of all time. Well, when he comes one, right one up. One of the best entrance scenes of yes. all time. Yes. He's getting in the, just everything about it. When he's coming in, he sees the pirates that have been hung, and he takes his cap off to pay his respects. And then as he's coming in and the ship's sinking, I mean, nothing gets better than that. Right, just he's got the he's boat, he's throwing water over the yeah, sides. he's throwing water. Just as he gets in, the boat sinks. To, and he's, uh, on, he's on the very top of the boat. You yeah, clue, just yeah. with the music, the sun, hit, yeah. the sun hitting Johnny Depp just perfect. <laughs> what a scene. <laughs> Then he's uh, come up to by, I don't know what you call it, the dock master. Yeah. He's like, oh, what's your name? And Johnny Depp says, how about three shillings? And you forget the name. And then, and then everything forgets about that scene. But as he says that and he walks away, he grabs his bag with more shillings uh-huh. on it. Uh-huh. Yep, yep, he's, yep. He's a little, little casual. Yeah. He's Captain very Jack swap. Sparrow's the, showing some early wits. The pirate life. The pirate life. <laughs> Johnny Depp comes out hot as Jack Sparrow. That's Another funny true. story, too. Is that early early on in filming this movie, Disney was thinking about cutting production 
in recasting Johnny Sp- or, uh, Jack, Jack Sparrow because right. they felt that Johnny Depp like the like the way he made like uh, Johnny or the way he made Jack Sparrow like f- so flamboyant was like they thought it was going to be a negative and people weren't going to like it. Really? But like Johnny Depp knew and like because he's always an actor that has like lots of like control in like his right. roles. But yeah, that's another interesting story about that. I wonder if when they came out with the script, they just gave it to him and they said, play it as you want. Yeah. And he came out with this and they were like, what the fuck? Yeah. Interesting. Um, how about this? I'll read the quick synopsis I have and then we'll get into the movie. I like that better. Okay. Um, so this is a film based on Walt Disney's uh, Pirates of the Caribbean attraction. Which Pirates is- of the what? Caribbean uh-huh. ah, aye, at Disney theme parks. Great uh, this story follows the pirate Jack Great Sparrow, ride. played by Johnny Depp, and blacksmith Will Turner, played by Orlando Bloom, as they rescue the kidnapped Elizabeth Swan, Kira Knightley, from the cursed crew of the Black Pearl, ah. captained by Hector ah. Barbosa. Also Barbosa. known as Joffrey Rush. Yep. Um, and then they end up becoming undead skeletons at night, which is spooky. A cool little twist. Different Ooh. for Disney. Ooh. Different for Disney when it came out. It yeah. was. Um, so it's a violent get, movie. Violent, violent. Yeah, oh. getting into the movie, um, we've like, what is your not almost initial thoughts because it's kind of old, but like, what's your overview thought of this movie? Just like a general like when you first watch it, what you what really sticks out to you from this movie? Honestly, I feel like there's no that was kind of the first of the modern movies of pirates where you see it from the point of view as the pirate, not from like an an English soldier or something like that. Um, and also, definitely the violence stuck out to me. You know, it was a Disney film, Disney seal of approval. You think it's going to be kind of giddy and jokey, which it is. It's it's a comical film, but it also has its dark moments, you know. But I I love the intensity of the film and how it's how it's played out throughout the whole movie. I'm a big fan. All right, Matt Downing? I, I believe that this was the first big uh, live-action movie series that Disney did. Like, they, like of the main ones they had like movies like remember the titans and stuff but this right. was like a big budget like high quality production sure. i think they came out with the first one of the series and absolutely nailed it okay. Every everything about like all the casting selections all those people i thought they did a great job this was a great start off for this series yeah uh this is my first i watched it today actually uh this soft. is my first first time ever watching soft pussy come on we're on spotify now be careful well, I'm saying you're you're a pussy. Aye. All right. Should I say it? Watch word? your mouth. You're a dick. I'll find a replacement. No. Um, watch, watch your mouth, you bag. Be gone. You Polak. <laughs> too much power here. Hunter doesn't know how to use garage band. Um, uh, I'm a okay. Dell user myself. All right, back to it. He's okay? got a touchscreen computer. Like who has a touchscreen? I, I, I never use it though. It's just janky. They say that so they can charge next to three hundred dollars. Who has a touchscreen computer in 2019? Aye. I watched it for the first Aye. time today, and. I was baffled. I was surprised. I was hooked. The whole entire film, Johnny Depp kills it, kills it. Uh, he really plays a great Jack Sparrow. He is Jack Sparrow. Um, the CGI for 2003 looked good, and they used it in a tasteful way yeah. compared to Attack of the Clones, sure. where it's overused. Yeah. Right? The way they used it would be so small and like that you wouldn't really kind of far it. away, but it was, looked good because mm-hmm. it was so little, uh, especially with like, the skeletons. For its time, it looked fantastic. Beautiful um, sets. Yeah. Beautiful. The music, music was great. Yo ho, yo ho, oh, a pirate's life, life for me. me. Yeah, I, me, uh, me mateys. Uh, yeah, I love the way they depicted pirates, the pirate life. Um, it was cool. The hunter was right. Like following the pirate life instead of some like stupid British fuck. It was cool. It was definitely a good yes. way. So initial thoughts. I I really did enjoy this movie. Um, 
Yeah. Made me want to be a pirate when I was younger. Sure, I would go for the pirate's life after this. I, I, I can remember five-year-old Hunter Andre seeing Jack Sparrow yeah. and saying, give me a sword and sign me up. Yeah, definitely definitely pro-pirate on this podcast. Yeah, Is pro-pirate. it worth the scurvy? I'm pro-pirate. I would get scurvy to be pro-pirate. 100%. Think of all the doubloons. To Tortuga. To Tortuga. Port <laughs> yeah. Royal. For all, the, for all the viewers, you know, is scurvy worth being pro-pirate? Yeah, comment below. Parlay. <laughs> parlay. Parlay. Hi, parlay. <laughs> Hello, Bobby. Hello, um. Yeah. So, anyone want to give a number? I mean, I don't know how you guys want. I think we should do a hundred scale for sure. Yeah. Um. Kind of say a little bit of thoughts and then give your ranking. Sure. Uh, you know, I think I'm more I'm gonna give my ranking than give my little bit of thoughts. Absolutely. Okay. Cool. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a ninety. I'm gonna give it a ninety-one. I'm gonna give it a ninety-one. I think it's the Whoa. best in the series. I think it was revolutionary for not only Disney's time, but the time of movie go- movie going itself. Especially how Dan and I just mentioned how you we are pro pirate here, so yeah. to have that from that or to have the movie from that point of view is definitely really cool. I thought, like I said, the scenes were really awesome. The way they depicted the sets was great. The acting was phenomenal. The scale of the movie felt huge. You know, there were a lot of extras and side pieces into it. It didn't feel small budget at all. And I, I can just cruise through this movie. It is great every time it's on. I always, it's one of those movies where if it's on cable television, I sit down and I watch it from the beginning or wherever I picked it up at. Yeah. Fuck the commercials. I'm riding it the whole way. Now it's on Disney Plus, so yeah. I'm rocking this out. What I'm, is it on uh, Disney Plus? I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl. So 91 for you? And it also paved the way for the rest of the series, made Jack Sparrow a household name. When you think of Johnny Depp, most people yeah. say Jack Sparrow, Correct. you know? I used to think he looked like that. So did I. Yeah. So did I. Yeah, I, I thought, I thought he at least had dreadlocks. Sure, sure. <laughs> they make it look so real. Yeah. The aesthetic the aesthetic of the movie is just great. Yeah. I love great plot, great resolution. 91. Utterly disappointed when we found out Johnny Depp didn't have dreadlocks. Sure. Yeah, never, sure. Never. I cried to my mom. Yeah. That yeah. night at five years old. Because he didn't choose the pirate life. Pirate I, life chose He him. wasn't pirate pro-pirate. No. I guess after the show, he just said, fuck the dreadlocks, wasn't pro-pirate. Walt Disney's ghost approached him and said, you must play this His role. frozen head came out from under Epcot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is true. The 50th anniversary is coming up for all the Disney parks, and he's just going to, Walt Disney's just going to arise. He's, yeah, like the ghost of frozen. Tupac, <laughs> a hologram. Welcome back to my park, people. Do you imagine they just bring up this giant ice block and chuck him out there? Right, and he starts melting. Walt smells. Disney's fucking head. Oh Jesus! Is he alive? I don't even want to talk about it. Sure. Downing thoughts. Ranking. I think. My ranking for this movie would be eighty-six. Okay. This, like you said, this was my favorite one of the movies. It gets the series off to a great start. Um, like I said, everyone just kills it in this movie. Every single one. Johnny Depp absolutely steals the show. Will Will Turner or Orlando Broom is Will Turner is amazing also, and then Keira Knightley just takes it all home. Just is the glue between all three of them. And she's a smoke show. And she's a smoke show. And you get the first taste. Sorry to cut you off, but you get the first taste of their back and forth love connection. You know, you got Will yeah. Turner and and uh, Elizabeth Swan, and then you get Jack Sparrow and yeah. Elizabeth Swan. It's yeah. a little back and forth, you know, when they're on the rum island. Yeah, and <laughs> one of my Good favorite, scene. like, uh, side stories of this movie is Will Turner learning how his father was a pirate. Right. And just that whole uh, reveal was very interesting. What's his name? Billy Bootstraps? Yeah. Oh, uh, Bill Bootstrap Turner. B- Bill Bootstrap Turner. Bill Bootstrap Bill. One with the ship, one with the crew. One with the ship, Aye. one with the crew. You'll get there. You'll get you'll that get, reference. You'll, you'll, 
Okay. You'll get there. All right. Did you give a number down? In um, I said 86. Yeah. 86. 86. My apologies. My apologies. <laughs> My condolences. Uh, okay. Yeah, once again, first time for me watching this. Um, I just noticed, I was talking about the uh, music earlier, Hans Zimmer, Hans Zimmer helped out with the music production on this, ah, and I love Hans Zimmer. We he do love Hans. always kills it. Inception, Dark Knight, oh. um, a lot of things. Dunkirk. Dunkirk. Ah, Christopher Nolan. He's Christopher, Christopher Nolan. Nolan's right-hand man. He is, because ah. he's so good with intensity. He always drives intensity. Oh, I did not know that. Um, yeah, so for me, uh, one, I, I really like the aesthetic of this movie. It felt like a back in the day when pirates really were there it really set set that mood johnny depp kills it the whole entire movie really has a stellar performance um good supporting cast good supporting cast once again i love the effects practical and cgi kind of like like movie set feel sometimes with it yeah um they blew up a ship they actually blew up a ship in one of the scenes not cgi they blew the shit out of a ship practical in the middle of the water that's awesome uh yeah uh other than that plot plot was good had me hooked definitely led well into the second movie i haven't even seen the second movie yet but they didn't close anything off too bad they closed off what they needed to with this story they cut off um i just blanked up barbosa and then johnny depp's uh back in his ship um he's black on the pearl back on the black pearl we don't know why he's so obsessed with it it's kind of cool kind of leaves a lot of thoughts open but closes off its own story has it definitely has a beginning middle and end um i'll say i'll throw it an 84 Okay. Um, yeah, no, like eighty four is good. It was it was a good movie, good pirate movie, good for its time, good acting. I would recommend it. Like I was surprised. I really did like it. Jerry Bruckheimer. Yeah. Shout out. What I really love about this movie too is it just gives you a whole taste of like like what I said earlier about how this was Disney's first big budget production. This is the taste of back in two thousand three when this movie came out of this is what we're doing next. Like, yeah. And since then, I mean, you look at their track record, there's been all the Pixar movies that have been high budget, all the Marvel movies. I mean, they've, they, they've been responsible for, I think like the last 19 Marvel movies that have come out. Yeah. Like, wow. yeah. And like eight of those have made over a billion dollars. That's crazy. Holy shit. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, Damn. D- D- Disney or, uh, Jack Sparrow walked. So Tony Stark could run. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I think Tony Stark can fly. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> By the way, we got a budget of 140 million in this movie. How much did it make? Six, six hundred million, something like um, that. I can look up. I can look that up. And on, also, it did pretty good critically. Um, IMDb has it at eight out of ten. Rotten Tomatoes wow. with a 79 percent. Metacritic with a 63. It made uh, numbers just came in here. Just got them crunched over. Oh, we just got a fax. Yeah, uh-huh. we got the fax. Uh, box office, it made $654 million. Total? Domestic or? Uh, just, I'm assuming total. Here. Okay. But still, that's a large 140 to make 650 Not bad at all. It's a good flip. Not bad it's at all. It's a good flip for Disney. Yeah, and I started a big series. Right. Uh, yeah, anything else on that? Uh, I'm excited for the second one. I'm yeah. excited for you to watch the second Me one. Me too. Me Downing, too. feel free to sit in on the second one. The uh, Dead Man's Chest, ah, correct? Dead Man's Chest. Dead Man's te- Chest. get a little sneak peek at Davey. Ah, uh, little Davey. Part of the ship, part of the crew. <laughs> so that is our first ever movie review, Pirates of the Caribbean. Pirates of the Caribbean. Thank you. My apologies, sir. <laughs> Oblige me now. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, the Black Pearl. Uh, yeah, first ever review. There we go. Watch shall it. we move on? Yeah, we shall. To, I think, the absolute cake of today's episode of... What are you watching? We have, what is it, Daniel? The fifth segment. Five, 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 five. Four, three, two, one, top five. Star Wars pre... 
Yeah, you gotta stop with that. Top five. Top five Star Wars prequel moments. Um, it was like a drum roll. It was meant to be a drum roll. Yeah, but I don't. I should have just slapped it like this. Yeah, maybe a little distance. Right. Like, little yeah, thigh. This, is, this could really. Yeah, a little me- meaty hey, thigh. Yeah, you... <laughs> My big meaty claws. <laughs> you know when uh in uh always sunny when they do the little radio show and they, yeah remember one they mess with their voices which is really funny maybe we should start doing that sure uh, but they get like the soundboard and like <laughs> dennis dennis hates and they keep on just he keeps on doing the random uh-huh. ass sounds maybe we should get one of those in here i'd love, Beep, a, boop, boop, I'd love a soundboard <laughs> maybe i'll just a little like a gag reel we'll get like but not like a gag reel. we'll get like a little gag thing Oh, yeah. little stuff. No. Like, dude, yowza! Yeah. <laughs> Shoot! Back in high school when, like... God damn! When you first get hi- uh, iPads and shit, and you just go on, like, look up random soundboards and just play it, like, like fart noises. Fart box. Or, like, Peter Griffin saying something stupid as hell. I used to fuck with substitute teachers so hard. Dog whistles. <laughs> we had this uh, one accounting class, senior year of high school, and pretty much the entire class was, like, all my buddies. So maybe 15 or 16 kids downloaded one of those noise box apps, and we drove this substitute teacher to sending all 18 of us to the principal's office. It was maleficent. <laughs> We're just pressing, like, lightsaber noises and little shit. And, like, she'd go over to one side of the room be like, who's got it? Take out your phone. I know it was somebody over here. And then we'd have somebody on the other side of the room play the same noise. She'd be like, oh, I'm so sorry for accusing you guys. Right. It's over on that side of the room. So If you have a substitute teacher and that substitute teacher, one, doesn't cry when they get in their shitty car on the way home, or two, like, have a mental breakdown in class, like... You didn't do a good yeah, job. Yeah, yeah. Unless you're a cool substitute teacher. Right. Yeah. Which there are some. And we're not knocking yeah. you from becoming no. a teacher. No, I want to be Just a teacher. for being a substitute teacher. Right. Maybe yeah. you don't want that as your number one profession. Yeah, like what are you doing? Who wants to be a substitute teacher? I get it if you're 65. Yeah. Chilling yeah. on retirement and love the youth yeah. and you're cool about it. Let's say you're 43, unmarried, two kids, substitute yeah. teaching. I'm going to give you a wedgie. I, <laughs> and I'm a 13-year-old kid. Yeah. You're going home crying. Yeah, you're getting disrespected. You're, you're, your underwear ends up on the flagpole, son. You're writing down on your availability, I'm not going back to that high school. Ever again. Ever again. Ever again. Let's and you get... Facebook post the shit out of that. <laughs> they have a big Facebook presence. Right. Uh, they might be like Reddit. They, I feel like if I'm a substitute teacher, I'm on some weird Reddit stream and I'm a constant poster. I'm thinking maybe there's like a substitute teacher specific Reddit page where like <laughs> yeah. all these people comment, oh, don't go to Williamsville East High School. Those yeah. kids are all fucking bastards. Yeah, so-and-so spit on my, <laughs> spit on my face. <laughs> Jeez, what high school did you go to? Bishop Hartley. <laughs> <laughs> Land of the free home of the brave, yes? <laughs> All right, Daniel, what do we have for us here in segment five? Hold yeah? on, I'm looking at, I found a substitute teacher. Uh, Reddit page? Re- yeah, substitute teachers. Questions for substitute teachers in Southern California. Tips for prospective substitutes. Uh-huh. What are your substitute teaching setups? I'm, uh, I'm starting to think there's a deeper rabbit hole to this. Maybe yeah, you no, click on I'm one, you keep scrolling down, you find one that's like... Worst schools that you never want to fucking go to because their kids are literally abortions. Yeah. What is your side job? Uh, Everyone right, has those high schools in their hometowns. Sure. Wait, a negative eighth grade sub experience. What happened? Um, they ate her yeah, animal crackers. This is just boring. It's just like right. they didn't give me any assignments. They put her the scarf in the paper shredder, shit on her, shit in her purse. Yep, this is much more, much boring than I thought. Much more boring than I thought. All right, top five Star Wars prequel moments. Right. Uh, no one wants to hear us talk about school anymore. No. All right. Uh, you know, Matt Downing, you're your first. You're our guest. Start off with your number five. My number five. Um, the number five that I had. It comes from the openings. One of the opening scenes in uh, 
the Star or in the prequel series, in Phantom Menace, sorry, um, where they where Obi Wan and uh, Qui Gon are on that. Oh, on they're that on the ship. Separatists. Yeah, or they're the on the Trade Federation. Yeah, ship. they're on the Trade Federation. They're waiting for. Uh, they're waiting for who's it? Viceroy. Viceroy. Viceroy to come to come speak Newt with Gunray. them. And uh, and the and they get the gas. They get gas and they and then they come out and they just absolutely murk just all start these blasting all these, these damn droids. droids. Yeah. <laughs> and then they go and they go to the door that Viceroy's in. Right. And they start cutting that bitch yeah, down. Yeah. And they start yep, cutting yep. that bitch down and fucking Qui Gon and they put like all the huge blaster doors yeah. down and Qui Gon's still just mowing Slicing. through. And then Viceroy and them are behind it, and they're like, "Holy shit! Like, like, what the f- like? This whole blockade is yeah, about to like, be over right like, now." And the, and and then the uh, what are those droids, the, the one droid cars, the droid cars, those come, up, <laughs> yeah, those come up and just, and then they have to run away. But I love that scene because that just shows you like. Like like in in the original trilogy, you really didn't get a taste, or you got a taste, but like you didn't get the whole action of the of the lightsabers sure. and what the Jedi's can do. And they come out quick, right up, right off yeah. the bat. Sure. And you're like, holy shit! Like yeah. these guys are powerful. And and it's the first time people are seeing Star Wars yeah. for thirty years. Yeah, for thirty years. Cool. No, yeah, I, be, I believe like this movie made a billion dollars. I, think I believe you're right. right off the bat. I yeah. think you were right. Um, and also R.I.P. the two people in the ship in the hangar bay that get blown up right yeah. there when you know when they go yeah, yeah. Jedi's and they just go oh, yeah. yeah cool uh, my number five here coming from episode three Revenge of the Sith we have the Battle of Kashyyyk first time you're seeing the Wookiee homeworld you're Ooh. seeing Chewbacca's kin yeah. right Yeah. you get the voicing from the clones the droids have started up their power generators, and then the Wookiees just go to work. The king of the Wookiees just gets up and goes, and then they all start charging up the beach, and it is just full-on yeah. mayhem. It felt like D-Day, but in the Star Wars yeah. world. Yeah. On a beach, you're getting the droids rolling up. Yeah. The clones and the Wookiees are just freaking gunning back. Yoda's sitting on his perch, just like... Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I love that scene. scene. I just, love that scene. Just sitting there, and it's a battle away from the battle because you also yeah. got like Utapau going on. You well, know, that, you got some shit that going whole down. movie has like three battles at sure, once. Sure, it's awesome. They give you a cake load. Yeah, uh, my number five. I'm gonna go up back to episode one. Uh, the pod racing scene. Uh, how can you not love pod racing? Waddle, Waddle, right. little Annie. Yeah, come little on, Annie. little Annie. <laughs> little Annie just racing his heart out. Quadranero. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Quadranero's blown his power generator. <laughs> the announcers, like the whole setup with that, is actually awesome. Yeah. It's like they all gamble and watch these races. Yeah. Uh, young Annie yeah. battles through all of it to come Saboba. back. Saboba. How about the uh, Saboba, the dirty racer? The uh, yeah, Saboba. How about the announcers uh, with the two heads? The two, one of them speaking like the native tongue, and the other guy's going like, "And here comes Eddie Skywalker." <laughs> yeah, what a great! Oh my god, what a great dynamic those two. It's have. literally it's like Jim Nance and Tony Romo yeah. pod racing yeah. on tattoo. They're much better than. I was those. waiting for one of them to do the columns were sliding there. Sure, yeah, yeah maybe the other head just yeah. pops by. <laughs> Welcome back to Tattooine. That could be legendary if they have a little slide in there. Sure, the pod John- racing sliding. Who knows what their Twitter meme world's like over there? Yeah, yeah. in Tattooine, there's probably memes. Yeah, they got a great but, hiring yeah. crew over there those are two of the best announcers i think i've yeah. ever seen in the galaxy great far, casting far away. great casting what a what a diverse group there is on Tatooine. Sure. truly truly never has there been a place yeah. of such scum and villainy than Tatooine, yeah. specifically most Eisley spaceport yeah still slavery in this area controlled yeah. by the huts what you can't a, forget what a scene back even though this has been new hope where uh in the most Eisley cat uh, in the cantina yeah. you get the OG song yeah you get the OG song but you just get to see all the Star Wars life and yeah. is that is that the first time you see a lightsaber in the series when Obi-Wan pulls it out on that dude at the bar and cuts off his hand 
I nope. believe so. No believe, clue, honestly. I believe so. It has to be. I think. I think it is too. Yeah. All right, down in number four. Mine was uh, pod racing, by the way, number five. You said yours was pod racing? Yeah, I just did pod racing for my five. Down uh, in number four. Mine, in uh, Attack of the Clones, number two, the uh, the, Col- the Coliseum battle. Ah, the battle of Great scene. It, it looks, yeah. And the, I mean, it's just like, it's almost like a, it's just a just nutty scene. I mean, oh it's just God. like, thir- there's like, what, 45 lightsabers out Sh- there? Maybe more. And then it's like, maybe more. Yeah, they're all murking them, but they just keep coming oh. and keep coming. And then at the end, you, Yoda comes down and ch- and the get to the chopper, dude. Yeah. Oh my. <laughs> I think that's the most iconic scene of Star Wars is where it comes right down to the Coliseum and you have all the Jedi with yeah. the lightsabers out running at all the droids and then it's just they clash in the middle. It yeah. was some old school feudal feudal warfare. You know, you got two yeah. armies running at each other with swords in a Coliseum. Sick in a Coliseum. Yeah. For as this much, is medieval. For as, as much shit as Attack of the Clones get, that scene does not get enough credit. Absolutely, that whole battle. I, I, fuck, I love that whole battle. Yeah. All right. Uh, is that, that's all? No, yeah. yeah. My number four was Annie's pod race. So, you know, Dan already touched on that, but iconic scene. You get young right after Qui-Gon rolls the dice for Anakin's freedom if he wins the race. Comes out there. His engine doesn't start for the first 30 seconds of this, John. Comes all the way back. Beats Saboba. This motherfucker's free. Getting the shit back. We're going to Coruscant, motherfuckers. Shout out the pod race. Shout out Annie. R.I.P. Quadranero. Bet. I'll touch on that one more thing. Also, the pod racing looked really good. Yeah, it did. It really looked For good. how bad some of the CGI yeah. was in yeah. those movies, <laughs> yeah. pod racing looked all yeah. right. Honestly. All right. Uh, my, num- my, my number four is uh, probably the most legendary character in all of the Star Wars universe for me. When Obi-Wan meets Dexter Jester. Dexter! Uh, Obi-Wan! Obi-Wan! Um, Dexter is, Dex is like the greasy four-armed guy who works at the uh, local diner local on, diner Coruscant, on Coruscant, the lower levels. Um, this is Attack of the Clones. Obi goes to bring him that bullet, that um, the bounty hunter shot. The dart from, the dart. from Camino. Yeah, Camino. Uh, but Dex is just this like greasy dude, and like I had a, I had his toy when I was younger, and like he's just legendary. Uh, I don't know what it is about him, but he's just such a good diner guy in another galaxy, and he really sets the tone. Uh, so that's my number four, meeting Dex. Meeting Dex, Dex's Diner. <laughs> also, the homepage for Lego Star Wars 1, you're yeah. in Dex's Diner. Hi. Hi. Matthew, you're three. My number three it comes from Episode 3, Revenge of the Sith, and it is Execute Order 66. Oh, the chills. Infamous. 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 And as my, in, um, like... As I said in the Attack of the Clones Coliseum, it's where you get to see so many Jedi battling and stuff. Yeah. And when you look at that, a lot of those Jedi that were there for the Attack of the Clones when executes Order sixty six, a lot of a lot of those motherfuckers were the ones that we were watching just yeah. get gunned down. So many painful deaths. Oh my I god, mean, they're brutal. I forget. I don't even remember those Jedi's names, but like, there's the one guy there in battle, and he's like running with the droids, and oh. then they stop, and he looks. And then they just start he shooting. He turns around. He's like, come on! Yeah. In the snow on the bridge. Yeah. And they just stop moving. Oh, uh, K.I. Mundy. That's yeah, his K.I. name. Yeah, K.I. Mundy. There was the, the one green girl. Ayla, Se- Ayla Sakura? Yeah, with yeah, the, yeah, With yeah. the two. Yeah, and, she's, and she was on. Fallujah. Yeah, she was on Fallujah, and she, and she fucking gets murked, too. It, like, zooms out. Yeah, oh, my. Little, oh, she was oh, with she, the two guys, the, and they fucking go back and just start. And just start lighting her up. Yeah, man. Oh, man. And you get that iconic scene where Anakin's walking up the Jedi Temple with the army yeah. of clones. It's like, 
And like you see his face and half of it's covered. He yeah. turns around and half of his face is yeah. covered in the shadow. Yeah, and then obviously the other great scene. Fuck. Heartbreaking. Just the, the, Stop, the I know what you're going to say. Don't, the complete... Don't. Annie walks up to oh, those little kids. Master yeah. Skywalker. Master Skywalker. Oh, no. They're too- everywhere. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? Iconic moment no one wants <laughs> to talk about. No one wants to talk about that. Oh, so dark. fuck. Uh, before Hunter does his number three, I found another substitute teacher uh, thread. <laughs> um, and this one's a substitute teacher. This is the title of it. My substitute teacher. My, I'm sorry, not my sub. My teacher is a slob, and I'm pretty sure I'm going to catch Ebola. <laughs> Basically, it's like her desk is It's her. Her desk is filthy and sticky. It smells like ass, literal ass. Her mat is sticky, crummy, and I'm 100% sure there's a green thing on there that is a booger. Um <laughs> So, you know what? Substitute teacher is a shitty life. Honor, do your number three. Not the booger. It's <laughs> just his crunchy booger. Um, okay. My number three, we have the the finale of episode one. We have the Darth Maul fight between Obi-Wan, Qui-Gon Jinn, Hello. and Darth Maul. It opens up to Fate of Heroes. Hello. Door slides open. You just see Darth Maul whip out the double lightsabers. <laughs> and Qui-Gon just turns around and goes, we'll take care of this. Oh my god. That and I think the end of it when you get Obi-Wan coming after Qui-Gon is slain, R.I.P. Jin. Jedi Master till yeah. the end. Sure. What does that man never die? Was he a Sith? Ah the world may never know. Let's hope not. Let's hope not. But maybe. Anyways, when uh Obi-Wan finally gets through those little red ray shields and he comes out arguably one of the best Star Wars mano mano fights in the entire series. Obi-Wan comes out, the little behind-the-back thing, fights for a good 45 seconds, gets thrown into the pit, forces the Qui-Gon's lightsaber, cuts Darth Maul in half, game, set, match. Obi-Wan is a Jedi fucking master now. Yeah. Intense as shit. Yep, it's a good scene. And now, he, ha- and now he has his own apprentice. He has right. his own apprentice. Now he's got young Annie. He's little got, Annie! He's got little Annie. <laughs> yes, the chosen one, apparently. Apparently. The chosen one. He is. My number three is um, Obi-Wan versus General Grievous. Ah. Oh, hello uh, there. Oh, hello there. General <laughs> So uncivilized. <laughs> um, but basically, when you see Grievous, this is the first time you see him, if I'm not mistaken. No, you nah, see he him was in, uh, in the beginning. In the beginning. Okay. On the ship. So yes. This is the first time you see him fight? Yeah, yes. It's the first oh, time you've seen Plot yes. of Sabres. So he pulls out all four and then just starts doing the... Do, 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 and starts cutting up the ground. Do, 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 do. And if and you've then, seen the movie, you can picture the sound perfect. Yeah. And then they start fighting and then Obi-Wan hops on that, whatever that animal is, and Grievous is in that big spinning thing. This fight goes a while on that cool little planet. Yeah. It's a dope fight. Um, and basically, uh, going to some YouTube, there's this YouTube video of this battle with no music and just the practical sound effects. Oh, dude, it, is. it makes it that much more intense because just like <laughs> you just hear sabers and like breathing. Uh, but I love that fight scene because it's so long and dynamic. Goes a long way. Yeah. Um, and it's cool to see Grievous fight with four arms. Well, he so. basically fights with three the whole time. Yeah. That's my number three. Grievous yep. versus Opium. Down at number two. And that's when the clones come in too. It's all intense. Yeah. So my number two comes from the beginning of Revenge of the Sith, and it's just the opening, the opening, the shot. opening, the the opening, opening space scene, shot. and it's just yeah, the opening space shot, and it's Obi Wan and uh. Anakin talking back and forth and right off the bat they get the line I've got a bad feeling about this out in like the first like minute of the film but yeah and they just come out and you just see like this is the Star Wars it's like the tra- the shot in the trailer of Rise of Skywalker yeah. where you see like eight Star Destroyers it's like wow like this is it like this is like the pinnacle of, of the trilogy we're going all out 
and that was just very that just set the tone for the whole movie and some like some people shit on this movie and this whole trilogy for having too much action bullshit bunch of pussies everybody wants action everybody wants action especially in Star Wars yeah yeah I want as many saber fights as I can get Give me the Kaiba crystals. And it's full-scale war, too. Yeah, you know, right. you full have scale. the full Separatist army, the full Republic army, right over the home planet of Coruscant. Coruscant. Bananas. Yeah. Bananas. All right. My number two, Downing took it from me earlier. I have the Battle of Geonosis in the Coliseum. I don't know what it is. When I was a kid, favorite movie scene in all of any movie I've ever seen, ever. And it's just, it's the first time that you see, in all of Star Wars, going back to the original three, too, that you just see a mass amount of Jedi's. You know, when you, you heard the prequels were coming out, you were just ready, like, oh, we're gonna get a taste of the old, of you know, the old Republic, not the old, old Republic, but the Republic before the Empire. And you just get all these Jedi, and it's the first time you see the clone army roll down. Full-scale war erupts in this scene between the Separatists and the Republic, and it is just awesome. And the, the scene where the Star Destroyer, not the Star Destroyer, where the Separatist ship goes down, and it's the huge cloud of smoke. And you just have the clones shooting and the droids shooting through, and all you can see is like their blue pulses yeah. Yeah. and their red pulses. I fucking love this scene. Yeah. That is cool. Um, I also like the like the big animal with the ram, the big horns. Yeah, it. it reminds me of like a bull, like the Coliseum yeah. type thing. Yeah, Obi Wan cuts him down. Yep. though. Um, all right, my number two was also already said. Uh, probably like rewatching one of the most heartbreaking scenes, Order sixty six. Uh, after the Battle of Kashyyyk... Uh, Execute Order 66. You just don't see it coming. Right away, my lord. You just don't see it coming. All those Jedi just getting gunned down. Like with the, come on, follow me! Just, 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 just. Like, there's like a little freeze there. It, I don't need to talk about it more devastating. Really emotional. Like, it, it is sad. It's the end of it. It's the end of it. Order 66, number two. And what's what's so cool about that, too, is that throughout the entire trilogy, you're like, all right, when are we going to get the Jedis? You know, when do they disappear? When does it all happen? And how? And you're about, I don't know, a little over halfway through the movie, and all the, you, what could possibly kill all these Jedis? And it turns out to just be full-on revolution. Just no, no loyalty. Also, uh, before we get Downing's number one, disclaimer, I think we're all going to have the same number one. So do I. But Downing, so do I. I'll say it out. Can we all say it at once? Yeah. Sure. And we say, we say and we say one word. Describe it in one word. Describe it in one yeah, word. Yeah. Just like the one word. All right. Just one word. Okay. I got my one word. Okay. Right. Hold on. Let me get my one word. Do you no. got your one word, yeah. Downing? Okay. Right. Three, two, one. Mustafar. Oh, I thought we were just talking about just say yeah, Mustafar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no that's it. So we all have Mustafar. Anakin versus Obi Wan. Damn, I yeah. wish I the said Battle Mustafar. of Heroes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Mustafar. So I guess we can all kind of talk about. Yeah. You are my brother. I have the high ground now. Oh, don't try, don't it. try it. Don't try it. Man, oh, the this, double cut down. This whole scene oh is just Oh my god. Nuts. I was watching about 25 minutes ago and I'm still gassed up about it. You get it. Obi first first off just to say the lightsaber fighting is actually immaculate. Yeah. It is, it is it, intense. It, it's, it's, the it's the so one good. scene the one where it's both of them the Yeah, just No, cuz they tra- he trained him so right. that they match like each they other. Know, they, go, yeah. they know each other. They moves. both do the it's force crazy. hand at the one yeah, time. Yeah. They both meet each other in the middle. It's amazing. But paint the picture Scene starts. Obi Wan lands on Mustafar. Anakin just wiped out the rest of the Separatists. He's talking to Padme at first, and they're just having this monologue. Chokes out Padme. Obi Wan walks down the steps, and it's just intensity. I will bring yeah. peace, yeah. freedom to my new, new empire. empire. Your, Your new, new empire. empire. Like, come on! And then the music. 
It's the battle. It's called the Battle of Heroes. There's two songs: Battle of Heroes and Anakin versus Obi. Shout out Jonathan Williams. Yeah. Hell of a goddamn composer. All right. Fire me up. Unbelievable scene. Downing thoughts. Uh, I mean, absolutely. Like, like you said, you can't say it any better. I mean, it's it's one. Of my, it's my favorite scene in the Star Wars universe. I mean, you get sure. Hayden Christensen for for what the people, most of the people, shit on him for one scene in Attack of the Clones about when he was talking about sand, yeah. which is all about the fucking script writers. Yeah. But neither here or there. I'm on your side. But um, I mean, he d- delivers like you said, like the opening monologue with him is amazing. He's, the the back and forth with Padme is their first arguing. Oh. And then he sees Obi-Wan, calls her a liar, and you just see Obi-Wan right off the bat just standing there like, like let's he's go. He's like, let's go. He's got those yellow one, eyes. My one gripe with this scene, and what, the one wish I always have, is that Anakin had the red lightsaber for right. him. Because, because he was risen. People, he was risen. Uh, Lord Sidious rose him as as Darth Vader before that scene. He should have gotten the red lightsaber then, and the first time we should have seen it was when he just burst it out against Obi Wan. And that's, but other than that, that the scene is perfect. Personally, I like blue versus blue because it's the battle of heroes. You know, the same people brother almost. against brother. Yeah. That's He's still in there somewhere. Obi Wan still thinks he can change his mind. Yeah. Um. I don't really have much more to add on this scene. Like, if you don't know it, you didn't watch Star Wars, right? Yeah. Oh. I mean, it's insane. Yeah, I, just, my favorite is as great as the lightsaber is as great as the uh, action and the fighting is in this. Is that the monologue? Right at the yeah. end. The, di- it's really the good. dialogue at the beginning and the end it's is just amazing. Like, um, oh my! You could the way you and McGregor, Obi Wan Kenobi just says these things you f- yeah, you really feel you like feel you're him. there you feel him you can just hear the sadness in his voice as he's, just... as he's watching uh anakin burn oh my god yeah, right after hard. he literally cut off his legs and his other arms yeah. just watching him burn and he's just so bad why the man who saved his life why so are you times. doing this what is wrong with you you're, you were the chosen one yeah. bro so you're Cap supposed off. to bring balance to the oh. force yeah he did bring balance in the end in the end um, in the end uh Cap it all off. We had Battle of Mustafar, Battle of Heroes, Anakin vs. Obi-Wan as our number one. Uh, a little reference, though. There's a YouTube video. I think it was like an MTV Awards or something. Jimmy Fallon did a parody of this, and he played Anakin. He's talking to Padme. It's on YouTube. It's actually hilarious um, if you want to watch that. But that caps off our top five uh, prequel moments. I think that was very eventful. Yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed doing that top five. Yeah. Um, that about caps it off for us for the show. Um, but I want to ask everyone, what are, you, what are you excited to watch this week? Yeah. What are you excited to watch? Anything? Are you asking? I'm you asking, asking us. Uh, no, uh, uh, the, the thing that I'm most excited for this week, I've already watched a couple episodes of it, but it's on Netflix, a little docu-series called uh, The Devil Next Door. Oh, I heard about I this. Oh, that. my goodness. It's about, Good. It's about. yes, it's about, just a quick review. It's about someone, or it's about this man, his name is John Demoniak. He was a... Uh, he was about he's like sixty seven years old. He was living in Cleveland for uh, like forty five years. Of course he was. Of course he was. Yeah, the two, <laughs> near Cleveland's own. And uh, he was arrested by the government for basically being accused of being Ivan the Terrible, who was a German death camp worker at uh, uh, Tribleka or Res- Tribleka, responsible for killing over like a million people. Yeah, over eight hundred seventy thousand Jews, and it's just wild. And it's and it's the trial of whether he's Ivan the Terrible and it's like kind of like honestly a whole bunch of hearsay but it's one of the it's a wild story I'm three of the it's five episodes all about an hour long definitely worth the time great watch so oh, far oh man I gotta 
Yeah, and he and um like in 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 the trial he has or people testify like against him that were saying that, that that's him. No, that yeah, that were prisoners at uh, Treblinka. And it's oh, just shit. it's just crazy hearing the stories of the stuff that happened and the stuff that, and it's the it's the last trial of like a living um Nazi, Nazi party yeah, member yeah. or whatever. Yeah, there was Google that. Stiglitz was a Nazi enlisted officer. Damn, yeah. man. Ivan the Terrible. Look him up. Sure. Hunter. Okay, well, I'm going to add that to what I'm probably going to start tonight. <laughs> Definitely throwing that up yeah. there. I got two more. I got episode of The Mandalorian tomorrow. Pumped up for that. Super oh, yeah. excited. Yeah. And uh, the other one is that Netflix original that just came out, The King. That is at mm-hmm. the top. We talked about this last no. week. Yeah. yeah. Um, I got to watch that either today or tomorrow for sure, but I'm excited to watch that. Yeah. Yeah, for me, uh, definitely The Mandalorian. Uh, definitely The Mandalorian. And then Disney Plus, I kind of want to get into some Pixar movies. I really want to watch Ratatouille. Not Pixar, but uh, no. Uh, yeah, Ratatouille is Pixar. No, I'm about to say, sorry. And then Bugs Life. Is Bugs Life Pixar? Yeah, Bugs Life. Bugs Life's their second movie after Toy Story, correct? Yeah. Um, so I'm going to probably watch both of those. Film. I'm excited to get into those. Yep. Yeah. Feels good. It feels got... good to go back in time watching Disney yeah. Plus. Yeah, sure. It's cool that we have them all now. Yeah, yeah what's what's one movie Disney movie that you're like, just, just specifically on Disney Plus that you're going to look up man i've got i got my list i already Dan. started creating a watch list yeah i i'm a i don't know why i'm gonna watch her be fully loaded i mean sure. why, why, why the not? hell not why also not? lizzie mcguire movie parent right. trap. up there up there mine's okay. probably parent trap with lindsay Lohan. parent I trap that film. yes can't wait yes. to get back oreos with peanut butter yes 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 that taught us they i love dennis quaid she yeah. basically tar and feathers it's someone lindsay lohan twice yes the rookie the Den- rookie dennis yes. quaid again dennis quaid is dennis quaid the star of the night dennis quaid is definitely dennis quaid is the Disney, Disney star of the decade. Uh-huh. Is he pro pirate? He, he is pro pirate. I think he came out in an interview. I want to say it was. They found maybe out he had scurvy. Vogue magazine or something like that. That he said he was pro pirate. Yeah, they caught him eating lemons backstage in some green room. Right, and they're, they're like, "What do you do?" And he goes, "Oh, I'm pro pirate." Yeah. I know there's a huge debate going on out there, so I just want to come out and say it. Yeah. Um, what I'm excited to watch. I actually just watched Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Dad showed me that way back in the day. First thing I watched on Disney Plus, all about it. And um, I'm really excited to watch Disney Recess, that old show that used yeah, to be on. Yeah. I used to watch that all the time when I come home from school. So I really intend to rip through that extensively quick. Yeah, honestly, I, kinda, I already said it. Mine's Parent Trap. Uh, there is also a thousand other things. Uh, Ten things I hate about you. Oh, sure. great. Heath Ledger, Julia Oh, my Styles. God, great. That, that's one of my favorite movies I was excited to see that on there. The, uh, Jay Gord uh, Yes, that's one of Jay the Gord-Lew. few movies, too, on there in Ultra HD, 4K. Yeah, right. Ten things I hate about you. You know they redid the uh, original Star Wars and yeah, I, remastered. Did you, did remastered. you throw it on? Did you check it out? Yeah, well, no, no. I looked at the lightsabers. The lightsabers are very oh different. Oh my god! I, I put on a New Hope and I watched a couple scenes really quick, 10, 15 minutes. It looks like the movie came out ten years yeah. ago. So I read they changed the they changed the Greedo Han Solo who shot first scene. McGlunky. That's they what he says this year. They have to change it every time. It's just such George Lucas thing. Yeah, he just loves um, to piss, piss people off. Yep. P- piss off the whites. By, by the way, it's gonna be our longest podcast yet. Um, but yes. I think we're good. Yep. Uh, yeah. That's what we're watching next week, this week. Excited to talk to you guys next week. Mandalorian 2, we'll talk. Uh, maybe we'll do another movie review. I don't know. Sure. We'll maybe, see some feedback. Maybe Absolutely. I'll be back. Maybe yeah. Downing will be back. This is Downing's first time. Could we would do love some to Marvel, have huh? Yeah, yeah, we'll talk Marvel with Downing next. Yeah. Some Kevin Feige. Marvel with Downing. I like that segment. <laughs> yeah. All right, today we're talking Marvel with Downing. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> right. Bye. Um, all right, yeah. About to sign off. Uh, thanks for listening. I'll give a shout-out now. Shout-out to our loyal listeners. Hopefully we're on Spotify by now if you're listening yeah. to this. We should be. Yep. 
Ultra um, HD. Yeah, shout out to Thomas. I know he's been one of the top guys. Hey, you too, Thomas. Yeah, Tim. Thomas. Tim. Maybe get us talking to Walt Disney. Some exact. Sure, maybe we'll get a little paid-for flight, all-expenses-paid trip down to Disney Picture Idea. I heard that. I heard that. Prop us up in Space Mountain. That'll be our studio, the type yeah. of Space Ooh, Mountain. I can Ooh. record Space Mountain. Ooh. We get a little, you know, it's all dark in there. We got a bunch of lights. We're watching the roller coasters in an all-glass yeah. dome. All right, maybe before we finish, uh, everyone name a place in Disney World where you most want to record. Quickly. I got mine. I would want to record Animal Kingdom inside the Tree of Life. Okay. Um, just kind of right by it. I think it's a good vibe set on the water. Everything would be nice. Maybe during sunset. Top of tower, top of tower of terror. Oh, that is spooky. Hollywood Studios is like the place to yeah. do it. Sure. Or or in um, Magic Kingdom. Okay. In the in the Cinderella Castle. Okay. okay. Hunter. I'm thinking either inside of Splash Mountain, inside you know watch the people going up or something yeah. like that. Get a little like glass viewing box. By the way, the top of Splash Mountain is a beautiful view of the castle. Right, which beautiful. is it'd be beautiful. Get a little space pot up there, you know, a little mm-hmm. something, a little glass ball up there. And then I think if I had to go anywhere else, maybe inside the ball at Epcot somewhere, mm. right yeah. in the middle, throw yeah. me in, give me a little office somewhere, watch the people go up. Yeah, on the, on the uh, Spaceship Earth, uh-huh. is that what it's called? No, uh-huh. it's not Spaceship Earth. Uh, whatever. Uh, I think there's a, a thousand places sure. that would be so fun. I, I'd like yeah. to record everywhere there. Maybe like one episode maybe, of location. Maybe the top of a... You guys haven't been to Galaxy's Edge yet, but no. inside the Millennium Falcon. Ah, um, we could record right in the cockpit. No, they have the Punch it, Chewie! Yeah, <laughs> you know that they have this spot where they play chess. You can sit there. It's a nice little round table. Yeah, I wish no, they that, actually that, had that, the game. Yeah, that's where I would want to play. That's where I would want to record. In the in the lobby of the, yeah, of the, of of the, the Falcon. Falcon. Oh, that'd be so cool. All right, yeah. Uh, the, <laughs> thanks for listening. We'll, maybe we'll move our podcast studio one day out of room 301 in the Fisai House in Ohio yeah. University. We'll get better sometime. Uh, but, yeah. Good episode, guys. Uh, thanks to our special guest, Matt Downing. Hey. Definitely like to have him back again. We'd love uh, to be back. Yeah. Thank you. Marvel at Downing. Marvel uh, Downing. Danny the Wine Man signing off. Matt Downing signing off. Hunter the Entertaining, Hunter the Entertainer signing off. And as always, you can't eat your pudding unless you eat your meat. Thank you. Sick as a sing. Thank you. <laughs>